0: Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk the paleo diet, CBD warnings, cutting calories, and more. Stay tuned.
1: You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now.
0: Welcome, Fit Clubbers. We are back. I'm your host, Saka Smith, joined by my lovely co-host, Miss TK Trinidad. What's up? How how you doing? How you doing?
1: I mean, I've been better, but I could've been worse.
0: Yeah, we've had some time off, but you got a got a little injury.
1: it's not a little injury. I I I don't know my calf muscle. Wow. Yeah. It's not a (laughs) little injury. I'm literally out for minimum six weeks.
0: Geez. So, what's the recovery like? What's what's?
1: Uh, thankfully, I I know a lot of people in the industry. Um, In the fitness industry And I made a lot of acquaintances during CrossFit So I have a really good doctor Who is hooking me up Shout out to Dr. Ira in Santa Monica Because without him I'd be paying a couple (laughs) hundred dollars So he diagnosed me He put me on a good regimen And then I have another friend Shout out to Derek Johnson He's uh, a professional international uh, Olympic lifter and he has a whole rehab set up. Oh, wow. So um, I'm doing rehab by him and he's helping me with some exercises and then I go to Dr. Ara. So the rehab in itself is more than a, more than what I do put in for workouts. So it's more work yeah. that I'm squeezing in but I have to do it in order to recover.
0: Yeah. So I was going to say you're actually, so you're still kind of working out in a way during this off period.
1: Yeah, but like when you work out you couldn't, like, you know, the average individual you know, they range, I don't know what the what the stats are but you know you can do an hour and you know you're good this is epsom salt bath ice bath stem um the recovery leg thingies then exercise like that's the that's a minimum a minimum of two and a half hours
0: was there any way to prevent the injury was there like anything like would massages have helped would like doing some of this stuff before would have helped well
1: this is this is the issue with uh folks who are like um athletes when they're kids into college and beyond, especially if you have injuries, like, you, those injuries, and if you didn't have surgery, those injuries plague you for the rest of your life.
0: Uh, so something lingering. Yeah,
1: so I had two hamstring injuries, I have a shoulder injury, I have a finger injury, I have a Oof. lower back injury, and then I was dealing with a sporadic heel injury on and off for the last, maybe, eight months. Wow. So it was like, some weeks are good, some weeks are bad, and the good thing is my body, like, It's like if one thing's bothering me, then the rest of the body's fine. Um, So I just didn't... That heel injury was just not conducive to run sprints at, like, uh, 85%. Yeah. Like, I'm a retired traffic. There's really no reason why I should be running in spikes on a Sunday at 85%. In spikes. reason There's no reason why I should even have spikes anymore. But I'm just a hoarder with fitness stuff, and I have backup spikes in my trunk just because. And I threw those puppies on, and I was racing, and I thought I could go to another, like, level... And my body's like, yeah, no, no, we're no. not doing that. It's and to make sure you stop, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna calf, stop. yeah, my calf, <laughs> oh, needs, man. yeah, it feels like somebody kicked you in your calf, and then you look around, and you're like, nobody kicked me. <laughs> and the fortunate thing is, it wasn't... I was still standing, opposed to when I tore my hamstrings, I was, like, literally laid out on the floor. So,
0: Well, you're staying optimistic. Later on, we have a segment called uh, three our top tips for staying motivated during summer. So your tips we'll we'll pay some extra close attention to. Um, For real, for real. (laughs) uh, Our first story, actually, is about the sugary drinks. So they've just found that sugary drinks, of course, are linked to causing cancer. But what is a little bit more concerning is how little. All you need is about 100 milliliters, which is one-third of a soda can. And that led to an 18% increased overall chance of a cancer risk and 22% overall chance for breast cancer. Yikes. Um This actually was a survey that looked at 100,000 people in France. Uh, and it was also true for fruit juice. So soda and even pure fruit juice. And that was sort of like... Pure fruit juice? Pure or? fruit juice, yeah. So it just the same. And this was all per, um, all um, published in the medical journal BMJ, um, and they actually found there was no link with diet sodas. But again, this was an observational study, and they, so basically, when they looked at people in this study, most of them didn't drink diet soda. It was a French study, so most right. so they didn't have that much data from the diet soda drinkers. Right. But it was something they did mention that was observational. I was just surprised by how little, and then also surprised that the hundred percent f- pure fruit juice was also linked. Was that surprising for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised about the soda because I feel like everything causes cancer. And soda is not something that you can necessarily find in the aisles and create yourself. So, therefore, <laughs> the man-made stuff, is it's not supposed to be in your body anyway. Um so I'm not surprised about that. The fruit juices, I'm just I'm just curious as to what type of fruit juice is. Because if you squeeze the fruit juices in your house, it might be a little bit different than the fruit juices that you buy. There's so many different variations of yeah, fruit juices. Yeah. Um, you have, like, the naked fruit juice, which has a lot of sugar in but, but it. But I still. think those aren't
0: pure fruit juice. So, But this is looking at just 100% pure fruit juice. But, yeah, you know, but it's you know, it's just tons of I
1: think, says they're 100% pure fruit juice, but they're not. Oh, I mean... That's what I'm saying. There's so many different yeah, variations. Yeah. You don't know. And, and, and it's like, the, especially the stuff that sits in the grocery store. Or if it's processed in
0: some, yeah, some other additives right. is in there. But yeah. So there's
1: so many stuff that's like, we're 100% pure, whatever. And it's like, but are you really? You're yeah. in a grocery store. And if you're at a Ralph's, it's probably not, yeah.
0: honestly. And that is one of the drawbacks to the study. It's an observational. So it wasn't like they made the fruit juice and gave them, right. you know. Uh, but it does say a lot for you know the amount of sugar that's in our drinks and what sugar can do to our bodies. Uh, I've personally tried to eliminate sugar, try not to make sure I stuff with without added sugar, just mm-hmm. natural sugars. Do you have any strategies for avoiding
1: sugars? It's like a for me it's it's definitely an on and on and off again battle. Like some I'm could be good at it and it's like I have to be one or the other I can't be in between (laughs) Um, so for me it's just like going cold turkey and being very conscious of it um, and then you know, realize and catching myself. So it's kind of like you just have to know what your what your vice is. Some people it's sugar, some people it's salt, some people it's alcohol, some people it's whatever.
0: Yeah, the no sugar diet seems to be getting very very popular. So I want to try it myself. Well, but, a, yeah. I
1: think since Beyonce did that. Well, I know from Beyonce's whole thing, a lot of people were talking about that. And yeah. I had I have my business partner. She did no sugar for twenty one days, and her body well, yeah, looked amazing. J- yeah,
0: J Lo and A Rod did the no sugar, no carbs. I think, and yeah. I was just
1: like,
0: I mean, I, at least they have each other to kind of fuel each. <laughs> but probably, probably not too happy. But it's really not
1: that bad, like because if, if you have the vegetables, yeah. it's like it depends on what you define as carbs and how. And I highly doubt J Lo's eating pasta every week.
0: Well, well, I, I think they were, I think they were having. I, there's no way they were going zero carbs the entire time right. they were doing it. So I'm sure they're having a, a little bit. But even on low carbs, man, I'm telling you, you can just get angry. <laughs> you know, so I, I guess so. I, I, I would love to hear from them if they went through those sort of, yeah. like, those kind of pains. But it's
1: also, I wonder, too, that's what the study, they, the study they should do. If you do no carbs, but you do carb substitutes, a la uh, spaghetti squash, a la... Yeah. Um, the, well, you're the, still getting...
0: So it's not a carb substitute. You're still getting the carbohydrates. It's just going to be very little. Right. Yeah, It's yeah.
1: compared to, like, the real thing. Yeah, Like, exactly. the cat... What is it? The cauliflower rest and yeah. rice and stuff. So, so I wonder if that... If you do that for your no-carb, if you're still going to go into that cranky thing. Oh,
0: absolutely, yeah. Cause that, you think that, so? That's exactly what I did. And, and, you, and you do it so you hope you don't get there, but you just got to hit that number of carbohydrates that makes you your brain function properly. And um, for everyone, that's going to be a little bit different. Right. But once you're going low, the brain starts to go, wait a minute, we need this fuel, and then we start to misfire. Yeah,
1: because for me, it's like majority of the time, even though I had fries before we got on here, majority <laughs> of the time, it's pretty... Like I don't dabble in yeah. those carbs anymore. Yeah. One because it it actually has a reverse effect for me. It actually makes me feel very sleepy, like pasta oh, yeah, and and yeah. that.
0: And speaking of that, um, the paleo diet, which before I went vegan was one of those diets that was very attractive because mm-hmm. it did kind of focus less on carbohydrates. Uh, and for those that don't know, the paleo diet's this idea that we want to go back to eating the way we did as cavemen. So it Allegedly. focuses, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we don't really know, right? But um, it focuses on like meats, lean meat, fish, fruits, not. Um, legumes, and, you know, really avoid the heavy carbohydrate sources. But it looks like uh, the European Journal of Nutrition is linking this to a biomarker of heart disease. So, they looked at uh, about... 90 people uh, in different categories. Mm -hmm. Some were strict paleo, some were sometimes paleo, some some were not paleo at all. And what they found was that they had a higher uh, in their gut bacteria. They had a higher microbe that was a biomarker Mm -hmm. for heart disease. So again, it's not you know you don't have a complete link, but it certainly seems indicative that you're gonna. There's a, a likelihood that this biomarker is going to lead to an increased chance of heart disease, right. and it actually leads to 62% more of an increased chance of heart disease and 63% chance of overall death. So it's serious and something to pay attention to, and I think we kind of all know now that meat is sort of linked. No,
1: there's a lot of people who don't know. I know a lot of uh, carnivores. <laughs> I know a lot of carnivores.
0: But even they must, th- they must at least at this point, realize there's a link to cancer when it comes yeah. to eating red meat. They just think that <laughs> everybody else is stupid. So, uh, but yeah, this doesn't surprise you at all, right? No,
1: well, this is the thing though. When you, the paleo and everything else, it's like a a lifestyle thing, but you have to, you have people who are doing the keto and the paleo and everything else, but your lifestyle is not conducive to it. So, if you're doing the paleo and you're like a heavy lifter, yeah, yeah, it'll help you with the muscles, but you're not doing the cardio to, you know, help alleviate or break down some of those fat cells to Mm -hmm. actually like flush it down your system. So, it really just depends on, you know, you have to take a really hard look at what type of fitness enthusiast you are yeah. and then cater to that and most people don't they just want something that's quick and fast and you know it's hard yeah. especially if you're in LA it's even it's even worse but it's just it's hard to stay healthy with such a you know being attached to your phone and you might have three kids and you're working this job and you're you're never really off your job even though they say you're off your job yeah. so it's like there's there's a lot of stuff that are going on so i i personally think you kind of have to listen to your body almost go on like a fast or a cleanse and yeah. see and you can actually see what's working for your body and then cater to that and if you fall you you know you keep on you don't keep on going down the rabbit hole
0: yeah and this study even found that more so they also had less beneficial bacteria in their guts so they had more of the bacteria uh, more of the, bio- the more of the bacteria that creates the biomarker mm-hmm. for heart disease and less of the beneficial bacteria so at the very least i would say if you're going to stick to being paleo you might want to try like a good probiotic that gets you some of those the beneficial bacteria Good back in your with system. That. But, but I thought that was definitely sort of like a warning for, or at least something for people that are paleo to start to pay attention to. Right.
1: And on top of that, you have to see the meat though. Yeah, the meat, of course. Yeah. The meat's like not even. Um, I, so I do women's wrestling weekly. One of the co hosts was going to go, they're on like a no carb diet and they're going to go and get chicken nuggets. I'm like, that's not even meat. Like, the meat's <laughs> yeah. not even meat anymore. Yeah even if you buy meat. So exactly. the chicken's not the chicken, like the chicken's not supposed to be the size that it is. So it's like the what you're trying to aim for, you're not even you might be only getting a percentage of it.
0: Yeah, you have to do like your deep dive homework. You gotta know where you're getting your chicken from, yeah. you know, how it's raised, is the way they say it raised, what it really looks like when you see it, you know. So you have to do some deep dive homework. Yeah. But I think at least if you're gonna stay in your local community for a while, it's worth the investment to actually do that work so then you know long term where you're getting your food yeah, from.
1: Yeah, if you're living somewhere like adjacent, like City adjacent, then there's a lot. Well, again, this is more LA. I don't know yeah. how it is everywhere else, but I know there's certain places you can get your your vegetables from, or there's farms and you can you can just drive a little bit of ways and, and get yeah. all that stuff for even it's not that expensive.
0: And, and I think a lot of us have that. I mean, I think a lot of us don't have the access, and that's an issue. But I think mm-hmm. a lot of us do have the access, but don't do the homework to make sure that we're we're getting the proper foods in well, our in our body. It's
1: also laziness.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, do
1: you really <laughs> want to drive out? At, it's currently 199 degrees in LA. So do you yeah. really? want to drive out to the farm.
0: Well, no. I, I think <laughs> some people don't even realize it's probably something next door. They don't even want to do a Google search to figure out where, what they can find. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: n yeah. I know there's chickens on my block. <laughs> you hear them? Yeah, I hear them. So maybe they are producing eggs, but I don't think they're going to share it with
0: me. Um, but our next story, maybe you don't want to share because our next story involves cutting calories. Um, they found, a study found that cutting 300 calories a day was linked to improved health. Just 300 calories a day, which is like a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they mm-hmm. did... Pizza. The the wrong attitude. (laughs) Uh, What they did was an NIH-funded study that was published in the Lancet Diabetes and um, Cardiology um, Journal. And they looked at 218 people, and they were supposed to cut – the funny part is they were supposed to cut 25% of their calories. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at a 2,000-calorie diet, that's about 500 calories a day. However, they only were able to get 12%. But they still got benefit from cutting 12%. And it was over two years. They had lower blood pressure, reduced inflammation – Improved blood sugar control And they all lost about 16% of their body weight Which was um, 10% of their body weight Which averaged about 16 pounds of fat for everybody Mm -hmm. And most of it was fat is what they said So I thought Wow, 300... Calories a day is all it really took for all these great signs. I think we don't realize how little it takes, but it's really the consistency over time. That's the
1: key word, consistency. And then there's also, too, it's like, again, you have to adjust to your lifestyle. So for me, there's some days where my days are super long. Like, I'll wake up at 3, and I don't go to bed until, like, 1 a.m. just because of how work is. So um, if I start eating at 8 o'clock... It's going to be easy for me to to feel like I'm hungry and eat four, like, meals. Yeah. So what I do is I just, you know, I might snack on something, like, and it's, like, something super small, like maybe a couple of raisins or something or a few almonds. And then I have my breakfast literally maybe at, like, between 11 and 1 and then go out, go throughout the day eating the rest of my, the other two meals or the other one meal. It's just adjusting to to your day. Because if you start eating, the moment you start eating food… Yeah. And then if you're up that long, it's on your mind. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna have two dinners yeah. easily.
0: And it it's a struggle to be, for these people. They actually had trained them. Mm-hmm. They brought them in. They showed them how to prepare their food. Oh. They, so I mean, they went through. They had them check. They had them do check ins, and they mm-hmm. they had all this access. But still, they couldn't get to the twenty five percent. Yeah. Uh, so so I thought that was actually like interesting, but also comf- comforting to know that you know you're gonna fail. You're yeah. not gonna get it perfectly right, but. Even getting close, and not even close, they didn't get to half of the calories, mm-hmm. but they still got to a point where they saw a uh, marked improvement.
1: Yeah, or even, I mean, if you get rid of some of your Starbucks drinks, like those ones yeah. alone are 500.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. And in the lab, they've shown that uh, limiting these calories has actually extended lives of rats and different other other animals in the lab. So they're doing research now to see if uh, we can
1: apply that to humans, yeah. but it's looking pretty promising. But it's also depending on what they're eating. Yeah. So you can eat 1,200 calories worth of crap.
0: Oh, Yeah. And that brings us to our next story. <laughs> so, um, they have actually found that a plant-based diet lowers your risk of type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, something I think that we know, or at least, subscribe to here. Um, but you know, it's always good to have more uh, medical medical journals to <laughs> solidify the fact. Um, this is out of the Harvard Chan School of Public Health and published in the drama intern um, the Journal Drama Internal Medi- Medicine. And they actually did a they did a almost like a canopy study mm-hmm. where they looked at. All the studies in the, in the area and evaluated all those studies so they looked at nine different studies covering three hundred thousand people twenty three thousand of whom had type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. and they found that the predictors of the type 2 diabetes risk was strong with people that had a lower plant based diet versus people that had a higher plant based diet and the group the group with the highest plant based diet had a twenty three percent lower risk than those with a lower lower amount of a plant plant based diet mm-hmm. and what they found was that you got the, the benefits immediately went as you increased the amount. Um, of the plants in your, in, your, um, in your diet. Right. So I just thought what a wonderful thing to, to realize is that as you increase this, you can actually kind of combat some of these effects that we're seeing with blood pressure, stroke, heart disease, mm-hmm. cardiovascular disease.
1: I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Like you have to, you eat more vegetables, you get full, then you won't have to eat the other crap. And then if you were to just one week... Go without eating like the fast food. I'm talking about like, I, I, I don't know, dirty fast food like McDonald's and Burger King and all those places. And you, you eat stuff that's a little bit healthier, you're gonna see the difference in your body. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's I, well, actually, let I me, mean, most people, because some people I know they're grown adults and they still eat McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they do it kudos to them but the smell of it just makes me nauseous yeah,
0: but but at least we're seeing some more awareness like we were talking about Beyonce and then John Sally, who yeah. we had on the show oh my gosh so we're seeing a lot of uh, at least awareness about plant based lifestyles and what they can do for you
1: yeah but you know again you don't have to you can go to the Rouse and they send they have like if it's a money thing because that was always the thing oh yeah, looks well, too expensive yeah you can go to, to to Ralph's and I think we talked about it maybe a couple of weeks ago where the frozen vegetables is just as good. Yeah. So, and you can get that for 10 for 10.
0: Exactly. So,
1: So, I mean, you're good You're good either way and if you have, sometimes what I do as a, as a treat, I'll do corn and green peas with a little bit of butter.
0: Yeah, see, I, I think what it is is the stigma of going plant-based or the stigma of being vegan. I think it's it's cool here in LA but I think in a lot of places, you know, there's an idea that if you're not vegan you're not like man enough or right. somehow you're missing out on all the fun that everyone else is having. Right. So I, I think there's this idea of the stigma that we have to overcome. But hopefully, studies like this get publicized so people can see. Wait, it's your health. It's right. not just.
1: Well, I mean, and yeah. also too in LA and other places like LA, it's very easy to be vegan or vegetarian here. Yeah. like they have so the options are limitless. Yeah,
0: but I think I just I think I just heard Dunkin' Donuts is getting the Beyond Meat sausage. Yeah, now. Dunkin' Donuts, Del yeah.
1: Taco. Um, I think others, oh, but the Beyond Meat thing. Let's not even get into that. But this, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you talked about the paleo diet and how everybody wants to do stuff that's closer to what our ancestors did. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, it's like wherever you're living and what you can grow in that environment, that's what you should be eating technically.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't subscribe to that because I want the benefits of the thing in Brazil that I know has got the antioxidants. Right, because some of the
1: stuff are genetically modified. They weren't even – they didn't even exist 500 years ago.
0: That, but some of it did. And so I want the good stuff that did exist right. around that with all the, the benefits. Right, but the stuff that
1: yeah. didn't exist that yeah. we think existed. Oh, yeah, of course. Cauliflower, yeah. for instance, was genetically modified.
0: And you know what? For stuff like that, I'm okay with that, too. As long as it's organically grown now, it's so good. We choose. we choose <laughs>
1: what we want to choose. And I get it. I, to, I, to, well, I totally agree. I like I'm some... pizza and stuff like that. I, I get yeah. it. I'm just saying, um, yes, cauliflower is, is genetically modified. Well, I, I Ryan's just, in the booth and he's asking me. Yeah, guys, I'm freaking out of <laughs> it. If you go down the list of stuff that's genetically modified that does that's does that was created in a machine, yeah. you would blow your mind. And
0: Ryan in the booth, I'm going to need you to confirm that because I don't call it I went with it because you said it.
1: So
0: <laughs> I'm like, is it genetically modified? And then, and then right.
1: also, and then also, look at all the um, all the stuff that used to have seeds and doesn't have seeds now. Oh, that's yeah. genetically modified. So then yeah. they're genetically modifying to to extract the well, seeds from it. Then it's, is it? Well, Are you still the nutrients?
0: Well, to genetically modified simply means they they put they two, changed it they changed it. But does that mean it's necessarily bad or wrong? This or, is
1: that's what I just said.
0: Yeah. So so for me, that's why I say there's certain things I subscribe to, but there is genetic modification that that might create something that's got sort of a maybe a, a byproduct that releases in your body that's not good for you. I don't know. So if I see something like that that hasn't been eaten still for many decades right. or hundreds of years then I would be a little bit more wary. but for what's out there now if and it's organic and the too yeah. Brazil
1: say if you want some food that's from Brazil yeah. they're picking it at a certain point in time that's not even so you're not even getting all the nutrients
0: oh yeah I mean you, I still so want the benefit so it's
1: a comfort food
0: but you, you know when you have like acai or you have these different antioxidant rich things that you wouldn't have access to otherwise that
1: they've told us
0: well, I mean, they want I to sell I, still, it more. I believe in studies. If I see that the ORAC value in a study is really high, then I'm gonna go okay. And so I like to get stuff from different areas of the world that you just won't have access to. I think that is.
1: No, I I totally agree with yeah. you. You have access to it. However, you know it's. It, it, I remember when strawberries was a big thing. Yeah. California strawberries and it, it was a big thing at one point when I was working in Toronto. And it was like, oh my gosh, you have to get all these. And it was essentially being pushed by the government, uh-huh. right? So it's the same thing. Like I, I totally agree that you know maybe the stuff from Brazil is great. And they're pushing it in order for you to buy it. However, oh, yeah, course, yeah. what they're saying is beneficial to you, you might not be getting all those benefits from oh, it because yeah. they're shipping it from Brazil. Yeah, and
0: of course some of the benefits will be overstated and then right. you actually might get the same benefits from something you can get in your right. local so, grocery you know, store. Right, so they're but, like, yeah. okay,
1: you're going to get 100% of all these you know, probiotics and all this other stuff. And then you yeah. lit- after they ship it and they freeze it and they put the preservatives on it, you might be getting 40%. Yeah,
0: of course. But I, I still think that there's uh, – I think there's still a good value. If you have the access, you can. You can do your research. To getting things that maybe aren't local to you, but that also have benefits. Um, right. Well, now are, you're talking yeah. L. A. Now. Well, yeah, yeah. This, so, is, this, <laughs> is,
1: this is this is this is very this is a very L. A. Conversation. Well, L.A., I,
0: I think other places too. Now with Amazon and being able to get anything anywhere in different major city, it's a major city conversation, is what I would Depending say.
1: Depending on the major cities, I don't think no. Florida's rocking like L. A. Is rocking. Yeah,
0: like Miami, of course. Miami, South Beach, New York. I think you. I think you have the same access, the same. Into it, the same into fitness and health that we have here as well.
1: Oh, maybe. I don't know. When I went to New York, my family looked at me like I was crazy when I asked for vegetarian options, and that was just vegetarian options. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> just saying.
0: Well, hopefully we're making some change. Um, our, our last story actually deals with the, the CBD wave. The FDA just issued a, another warning letter to Cureleaf um, and telling them that they've overstated their claims, particularly with when it comes to um, their CBD treating Parkinson's and cancer. Mm-hmm. And they also sent a few months ago um, something to Pot Network, NutriPure, Advanced Spine and Pain, and that's in Florida, Washington, and New Jersey, for overstating their claims regarding cancer and dementia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is one of those things I think we're going to, it's sort of like when we talk about the jewels mm-hmm. and the vaping from back in the day, That's sort of, we got to, I think people need to be educated. Yes, this might be something helpful. Yes, there right. might be a way to address this and that issue, but you need to know that Not everything's tested. You got to make sure the product you have is tested. Mm -hmm. And that even the general claims about CBD all have not been vetted. So Mm -hmm. you you don't want to be relying on them solely for your medical care or health care.
1: So many products. Like, I have... maybe four or five different facial CBD products yeah. that people have given me, yeah. right? And I'm just putting it on my face because I'm like, hey, it's free, whatever. Yeah. But you, I'm not reading, you know, it, it could be beneficial, might be a placebo, or it might be bad. Like, yeah. I'm not really reading it because subconsciously they've been pushing CBD so long yeah. that you're like, okay, well, it has it's to be. It's be going right? it yeah. to be good, It has to be good. But no, it could, it could be bad, but that's just like everything else that has been unleashed into uh, the environment. I, I honestly just think if you... Don't overdose on it. Like, okay, everything has to be CBD. Yeah, yeah. Then you should be fine because it should be able to flush out of your system if you're eating healthy and if you're drinking water and all this Mm -hmm. other stuff. So, I mean.
0: And whenever anything's a craze, I think you got to be a little bit um, suspect. Because for me, like I think I mentioned before, for me, you know, all the subliminal messages about CBD, so it's great. mm -hmm. And then like one or two companies would send something and send something. And I was like, oh, I just took it, you know, without, you know, anything. And then all of a sudden I just want to say the last few months, it just seems like it's been an explosion of mm-hmm. companies and that's made me go, Wait, everyone's getting into this. Like yeah, they can't all have this wonderful product. So at the very least, I'm questioning, you know, what are your practices and ways you're making it. Mm-hmm. But now I'm also going further back and going, Wait, what are the benefits of C B D? And is it gonna benefit me or can I at least write it off as something that won't harm me if it doesn't help?
1: Right. But you really don't know.
0: Yeah, and so you know, so I'm, I'm looking- It's just like
1: those vitamins that you get at the store, like, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm getting vitamin E, but it's in a capsule.
0: Well, yeah, and, you know now there's studies showing that the vitamins make no difference in terms of oh, yeah. like different you know health expectancies. Yeah, so. so
1: and I, I mean, I already if you've watched the show often enough, my beliefs so on supplements is like yeah. if you're really not. Doing anything crazy yeah. in Eleanor. Maybe I didn't need a supplement for my calf, but if you're not mm-hmm. doing anything crazy, then you shouldn't be dr- dropping $200 on yeah. supplements on a regular basis. But you know, you have the multi. I remember we used to take the Flintstone multivitamins all the time, and I used to just, those were just candy to me. Yeah, like yeah of was, course,
0: right? Oh, <laughs> it could have been poison, you don't yeah, know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you have no idea. Maybe I would have been, you know, maybe that's what, five, seven that I've always wanted to be, and those, you know, my vitamins ruined it for me.
0: But uh, for me, like, I'm a big believer in supplements and the use of supplements, but safely and knowing exactly what you're taking, when you're taking, how you're taking mm-hmm. it, making sure you're not taking it for too can long. Because they
1: cancel out each other, too. Yeah. So, so that's, an all, that's a whole other thing.
0: So, so yeah. So it's all about doing your research. Um, one thing we wanted to do today, we have our, our top three segment. And so hmm. summer is actually an interesting time because people actually lose a little bit of motivation in the summer. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if the summer body ain't here, you might just want to like, tap out. Right. So <laughs> we're going to go over our top three tips for motivation for the summer. What are your uh, top three tips for motivation.
1: Um, I don't know if it's motivation per se, but it's well. I've always been consistent. I think. I think for me, it's just being consistent no matter what. Um, that sounds like a song. But like out of seven days, there has to be a minimum of four to five days. Like I might get all seven. I might get four or five days, but nothing below four, 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 four days. Yeah. Um. So that's one of my things that I have to. I have to work out every day, but. I'm coming from an athletic background. I know people who work out 3 days a week. And for me, if I do if I'm like, okay, I'm just guy, I just need to work out 3 days a week, then a week can pass by like it's not yeah. I'm like a all or nothing type person.
0: So in the same vein, my first one is similar to that words, don't go off your schedule. I yeah. think a lot of people have a schedule and they get to that point in summer and they start to go off the schedule. Mm-hmm. Stick to the schedule. Um, maybe you let your workout change. Yeah. Maybe let the way you approach it. It not have
1: to be as long no or intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: But still stick to your schedule. So make sure you're getting to the gym. Yeah. You know, sometimes, like I've said, I didn't want to go, but mm-hmm. I wanted to stick to my schedule. So I went, sat in the sauna for five minutes. Okay, I'm good. But I went and yeah. I, I got in the routine. The next day I went back and had a, a better workout. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: my co-worker or uh, my business partner, she she goes. She's not a fitness enthusiast but she goes she does cardio she sits in the sauna and she tries to do that almost every day yeah. so it, it, and I call it lazy man cardio if you go mm. and you're on the EFX or you're on the treadmill and you're reading a book or you're watching a show that you would have watched anyway while sitting on the couch that's far better than sitting on the couch eating ice cream and watching the show Yeah. so um, consistency is definitely a big thing um, what was the question three it's what the three motivation um three ways Something, to stay motivated. This is so probably hard. the time of year, too, and this is probably very LA, but to try different things. So, like, I have my birth season, which is six weeks long, and...
0: <laughs> just for everyone out there. It's six weeks long. It's six
1: weeks long, but the reason I had There's two... It's a 2 reason why I have it. One, I was in a car accident, I think, two or three years ago, where my car hit a wall, flipped over three times, almost lost my life, and um, it just made you really appreciate um, those around you, and essentially guilt those around you to get together, because in this environment we're in, we can get so busy and years can literally pass by mm-hmm. and then if something happens we're not promised tomorrow and then are going to be like oh I wish they, so now I use these six weeks as, because I'm just such a bully and an organizer, I use these six weeks as organizing events to do stuff with friends and family etc. So um because my birthday ends up being in the summer, I can also do different things that I wouldn't necessarily do any other time. So, like paddleboard yoga. Yeah. So, doing different stuff in the summer that you might not do when you have a heavier schedule, that's also a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, getting out on the track, if it's a four season thing, then, you know, um, in Toronto, I used to do hills and track workouts and all this other stuff when it was warmer. Yeah. So, doing something different where you're not stuck in the gym all the time is a good one.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Um, for me, I think, and I think. I naturally tend to do that when it gets warmer. Like mm. you just try to do things get out of the gym. So I like that. Um, for me, I say in the social media world, I like having a video on my phone that inspires me. Um, so like,
1: like a workout video. Yeah,
0: like <laughs> yeah. You know, and it was just, I, had, I had one video just of my friend, and he was just training. I was like. Looked at, I wanted to go and train when I saw the video. <laughs> and, you know, I'm gonna make sure we play that video actually next week so people can see what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I actually just keep that video. Sometimes if I'm lacking motivation, I'll just watch the video and all of a sudden I want to go to the gym. Ryan so says he ha-
1: has a high, he has an entire playlist. I have an entire playlist, of you people, guys. Of watching people work out. No, no, no. The things that, that make you want to go to the gym. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh my, I have a video of creepy. the Eagles winning the fifty-two Super Bowl. Oh. I play it every time. It gets me right into the gym. I'm oh, like, nice. I gotta go I right thought,
0: now. I thought I was doing something new. Okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah, maybe make a video video playlist, mm-hmm. but yeah, so for me, that one video helps. I used to watch, what was it, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Rocky? Um, no, not the...
1: That's Stallone.
0: The, the, yes, the documentary, the documentary, the bodybuilding movie.
1: Oh, the pump one? Or yeah, Pumping that. Iron.
0: And, and that for me was a huge motivator. I mean, you watch that, you just want to like, yeah. you watch it at one in the morning, you want to go to the gym. Well,
1: they also say when you wake up, the first 20 minutes is the... the the 20 minutes of the deciding factor how you're, the rest of your day is gonna go. Yeah. So, um, what I do, because I wake up at like 3 in the morning now, what I do is I. 3 uh, in the morning? Yeah. Cause Why? I have like five jobs. The cafe? <laughs> yeah. I have like five jobs that squeeze everything uh. in. But um, that's when I play like the motivational speakers. Yeah. And I find because you're still trying to wake up. But, you know, I'm still coherent enough to drive. But because you're trying to wake up and you don't want to distract yourself necessarily with music, the motivational speaker stuff sets me up for the rest of the day. Nice. So, like, that's also helpful as well as, as far as, you know, either doing the workouts or doing motivational speaking stuff. Or even looking on Instagram and seeing um, stuff that you can do. Not watching people do stuff but, that you know you can't do. See, but
0: I would I would recommend... Doing that, saving the video and mm. then watching it later off of Instagram because you don't want to go to Instagram and go down the rabbit hole. Oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. So once yeah, you have don't be that one motivation, those people sitting
1: on yeah. the machine scrolling through Instagram—that's yeah. no bueno. Yeah,
0: so don't save it on Instagram. Go back and watch on Instagram. Save it. Elsewhere on your phone, so mm-hmm. you don't go to Instagram to watch the motivation. Yeah,
1: yeah so yeah, that's definitely a, a key thing. And then also, I mean, th- th- like I said, it's this is a good time where people's schedules are a little bit more flex. Yeah. So you know, doing workouts with friends that you normally don't do. I've literally had uh, rollerblades in my car for the last six years. Yeah. Probably rollerblade maybe fifteen times, mm-hmm. and um, I've been wanting to go rollerblade for a minute. But the problem is I don't really know how to rollerblade, so I have a couple of friends who know how to rollerblade. So it's a good excuse to go and do you know different things. So that's where you tap into your friends who are who like to work out, or the friends who just want to hike or yeah, walk.
0: Exactly, it's a great time to find an accountability partner. Right, and you can spread it out. I think a lot of people go, well, you know, I want a gym buddy, but they're looking for one person. Right, no, it's like spread that out. You know, yeah, <laughs> especially I in LA. Would love <laughs> to have
1: one person, but the schedule's is so. It's so tough. So if you
0: have three or four, then, you know, you can still get your workout in, but it can feel less stressful because you're doing it with a friend. Right, yeah. So those are our top three tips to stay motivated this summer. So what what will you be doing now to to kind of... Kind of swimming. Swimming, a lot of swimming.
1: Yeah, thank <laughs> God I took swimming lessons like and I used to be a lifeguard. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be swimming a lot. Yeah. Um, but it's healing up really quick. That's that's why I said, thankfully, I know uh, people because um, the healing process is actually getting better within the last, I think it's been like three days, right? Today's Wednesday? The three days. It's been, It's from... The first day to now, I could see a difference. Um, But that's because I'm doing a concerted effort. Like I'm doing the Epsom salt bath, I'm doing the ice bath, I'm doing all this other stuff that um, technically I should be doing once a week. Yeah, (laughs) even when you're like good, yeah. yeah. Um, But you know, life happens, and I and I had stopped doing yoga. I've stopped doing yoga for maybe three or four months now.
0: Isn't it crazy how we get together when like. We're, you know, things happen and things right. hit us, but we should have been doing it all along. Well, I mean that's
1: that's with anything. Yeah. Somebody finds out that they they have diabetes and they're gonna say and yeah. they change they change their diet. Yeah. But you know, sometimes that's just how it goes. We
0: need to start the let's not wait campaign, so
1: that's why I have yeah. a birth season, folks. <laughs> Just saying.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, thank you guys for joining us. If you guys have any motivational videos that you would like us to watch, I would love to like feature them here as well. Just leave us your links, whether it's on iTunes or YouTube. But thank you guys for joining us. My name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, Shaka Strong.
1: And you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.